you do that? <laughs> you really do that look, I would say, 90% of the time when we start the podcast. You go, I love it. And you that, just stare at well, me. Well, every once in a while, you give me those real rapid fire, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and so I, did, I didn't know if you are going to keep it up or not. You're just trying to be prepared. Yes. This is going to be a great episode, setting okay. the bar high. Yeah. We have a lot of stuff to cover. Okay. Um, it's going. Should I, should I say those topics up front? Yeah, man. The main thing is we're going to have some friendship origins and stories oh, of certain people. That's the main thing? And you'll understand why Okay. in a little bit here. And then we're doing a... the set. That's the first half. And the second half will be Thrones cast. Because yeah. we need to do episode five and six, which was the finale. So this is probably going to be slightly longer. If I had to take a guess, 45 minutes to an hour. And of course, as usual, we'll have the timestamps for Thrones spoilers. Before we do the drink... Uh, the first order of business is shout out to Andrew the waiter guy okay. from Mambo. Oh, do you remember okay. him? Dude yeah. with the glasses, yeah, 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 tall, yeah. good looking. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. And so I've been back there. Andrew the waiter guy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I asked him. I was like, are you a server or waiter kind of guy? Yeah. Who's like waiter guy? So, <laughs> Andrew, you're awesome. Fantastic server at Mambo Italiano, not Italiano, mm-hmm. Italian Street Grill. On Powers Mumble. Ferry, yeah, here here in Atlanta, it is an awesome Italian restaurant, and I've, I'm there all the time. I've I've met several of the staff so far, but I told him I'd give him a shout out on episode 59. So here it is. Um, Andrew you did a great job. Thank you. Loved my food. Remember when you told me Mambo Italiano? Yeah, and I was like, and I did the Mambo Italiano, yeah, and then yeah. you got mad at me you because like, of an Applebee's can't... commercial. Oh, okay. That was why. Well, you got... Well, regardless, yeah. it was funny that I did that because then I told Claire later that we went to Mambo Italiano and she goes, Mambo Italiano. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> you can't hear that without saying it. I would actually love to know how many people are tainted by that, like myself, by that stupid Applebee's commercial from, I would say, 10 to 15 years ago. I don't, I don't even know it. I just know the song. I wonder if you know it subconsciously. I know, I know the song is yeah. famous, yeah. But uh, ridiculous topic. But thank you for the extra Calabrese pepper oil. It is nice and neatly in a small um, mason jar in my closet, which is amazing. In your closet? Yeah, cabinet. Oh, I always. You didn't. You don't. You wouldn't pull that down. No, I keep my clothes in my cabinet, (laughs) and I keep my sauce and spices in the closet. Oh, really? Okay. And no, that makes total sense. It can be room temp. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you ready for the drink? Uh, yeah. I have been. So excited about this. I can tell how excited oh. you are. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ghost peppers. Wait, and? Oh, fuck. Carolina Reaper. Vodka? Yes. Pepper-flavored vodka. So I found pepper. Carolina Reaper and ghost pepper vodka. Oh, my and God. It looks intense. Let me read this. I is... think you had told me about this. I I, de- I deliberately did not. Okay. Maybe I maybe I saw it like six months ago or something and didn't yeah. buy it. But we were at Tower, and I saw it and I was like, oh man. I mean, this wasn't cheap. This was like sixteen or seventeen bucks, and this is half of a fifth. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of expensive. Yeah. And I was on the fence, and I was like, Alex, it's perfect for the podcast, <coughs> oh, and it was the last one. Oh really? And that was like the the deciding factor. But the, I don't even know. Copper Horse Distilling is is the brand, and it's just called Hot. It looks like. <laughs> And it says, caution, not for the faint of heart. Let's see if I can do this without screwing up. <clears throat> Specially blended for those hate oh. seekers who crave that delicious fiery sizzle. We infused our premium vodka with two of the world's hottest peppers. And semen. The ghost pepper and the Carolina Reaper semen. And the result <laughs> is nothing short of blistering. If you are afraid of hot and spicy, 
set this bottle down and move away. Otherwise, <laughs> welcome to the hottest cocktail experience of your life. What the? F- oh, dude. Oh my. I'm. I'm a little nervous. I am too. I'm doing a full shot. You can do whatever you want because I know you're you're not I'm, the man you once were. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to hot, the hot stuff. Oh, that was a really nice one. Because in my hmm. Exp- I got a little essence in my nose there. Okay, I wanna. It 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 took a second. I'm a I'm a little stuffy from yeah. this weekend. Still, Maybe you should so. snort it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kill myself. That sounded amazing, and that was a great great pour. Do you want to do? A, thank you. Do you want to do a full or no? Give me a full. I can't promise I'm gonna drink the whole thing. I I'm not gonna take it as a shot. I'm probably gonna sip on it. Uh, I'm gonna shoot it on air. Okay, all right. Because here, my prediction is it's not gonna be a big deal. <laughs> it's if it suck. is, <laughs> if it is, that sucks. I mean, if if it's if it winds up being a problem, I'll hit pause and we'll do the little interlude music, and I'll go get a tums. And I don't have any milk, so um, I'm gonna pour it over top of my ice, though. Are you? Yeah. I'm just gonna shoot it like a badass. All right, I'll taste it and then pour it over top. All right, cheers, bro. Cheers. Oof. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's mm. gonna, it's gonna really suck. I can already tell this is really gonna suck. It's hot. It's not. It's not the end of the world. I think the fact that it's mixed with vodka. Actually, you know what's weird? <laughs> Here's the cool thing about it. It's hot enough that it overrides the vodka part. Yeah, I didn't feel alcohol burn. I I, I felt, felt all, I felt it all. <laughs> feeling I'm feeling it all already. Mm. It's actually messing my throat up. <clears throat> I'm gonna power through this. Do you want me to put on a break? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Are you sure you look like shit? <laughs> it. Am I nice and red? Yeah, you are. Mm. Uh, I am. The, the second sip I just took, I feel like I, I just ate a pickle. I don't know why. I, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> you want a spicy well, quail egg? I'm just kidding. Yes. Do you really? On the air? After this. After. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. Are you good to continue as is? Yeah, we could go. Let's go. That's a fascinating... Ex- is that water? Yeah. Give me. Mmm. <laughs> And, you know, this isn't like swirling around in your mouth like a normal pepper because you just shot it back. I have a little bit of a headache. Mm-hmm. I had this experience sucks so far. <laughs> Should we take the interlude until we feel better? Yeah, I don't want to be talking. I, I could do this, but I don't want to be talking like an idiot and like not being able to focus. Let's, let's take a break. That was unpleasant. How long was that break? Two, three minutes? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I got two Tums. I gave Tommy one Tums. Alex contemplated throwing up. Yeah, I told Tommy. I we actually said I, was, I wasn't I was sure if I was going to puke or not. And it's not, it's not the heat. You know, oh. I can take intense heat, especially because usually that affects your mouth. Mm-hmm. It upset my stomach immediately. My stomach was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I shot... A whole, I'll call it a regular shot glass, which 
most people's regular shot glasses are 1.5 ounces, which is technically heavy. Yeah. Like, one ounce is, like, the tiny metal shot glass yeah. I have. So that was a a big shot, and I wouldn't do it again. Ever again? Unless somebody was like, hey, $20. Uh, I'm trying to think. I would not... It was not worth 20 bucks. Yeah. I would probably do it... Not tonight. I'm thinking either 50 or 100 or somewhere there. About. Yeah. That was intense. That was hard. I mean, I, just, I, I took two sips. Mm-hmm. Actually, I took three sips, but... I mean, they weren't large sips, as you can see. And I'm... Fucked. Anybody who visits... It will be here. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to try it. And that's probably at going, the same level. Yeah, that's not going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, I might make a cocktail and put like a teaspoon in. That would be really cool. I will try not to murmur, I, 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 but I got the murmurs right now. Oh, dude, don't worry about it. If, if we even have to take a a second mini one later, you're fine, but I am officially okay. Continue. Friendships. It, yes. Just jump in at any point. Yeah. But I have news... I've What's been... the news? <laughs> nice. I've been a busy boy. Mm-hmm. And you've got some work to do. Okay. Craft has podcast business cards? I got us five new patrons since we last recorded. What? Yes. I am getting serious about this. Dude. Yeah. So. Dude. <laughs> so what I thought we could do is... I can tell, like, should we do them individually and then do my friendship origin thing? Or should I do them all at once and then we'll do them sequentially? Uh, that one. The, uh, the all second. at once and yeah. then sequentially. Okay, so, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> for everybody. Okay. So, <clears throat> got that out of the way. Hey, by the way, for you new listeners, yeah. that's what we do for patrons <laughs> when we yeah. get patrons. That wasn't just us turning into monkeys there for yes. a second. Yes, thank you for, for clarifying. Uh, I can't even remember... There's, is the Haas Bog or the Boss Hog three or five? The Haas Bog is five. You're right. So the Boss Hog is three. Yeah. The first, and I'm doing these in order of how quickly they became patrons. James is officially a patron. Just Slice? Yeah, John was. Oh, and James Slice James never was? was not. What? Yeah. Well, what we an hooked, asshole. <laughs> well, I hate that we guy. We hooked him up with a shirt. But, and he is a Boss Hog, uh, which okay. is clutch. Sweet. So Thanks, Jamesy. Thank you, James, and this goes without saying, you owe us at some point a cocktail yeah. uh, for us to do. Kai. Oh, yeah. Kai boy. Kai. Yeah. We so miss you, man. We had him on We had him on two episodes. I can't... Uh, I'm supposed to be researching these. There's two episodes. <clears throat> one was about the Meyer-Briggs test. And the other one was... Um, the Lost Nature episode. versus n- Nurture. Oh, okay. It was... Thank you. I don't remember what we number We did coffee. That was Nature versus Nurture, so find that title. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was the quote lost episode. Mm-hmm. So, which is now, it's not on our feed. So. Oh. oh, the lost episode. Yes. That's right. It's, okay. it's cool. I kind of like yeah. that, that we have that. Um, if you want to know more about that, contact me directly. <laughs> or Tommy. Uh, and we might send it to you. Yes. If you're worried. It's not gone forever. It's just not on the public feed. Dude. That should be one of our tiers in uh-huh. pa- in, for uh-huh. Patreon. Well, dude, it was really funny because, shout out Andrew Rita, uh, he's a patron and listener. Whenever he just started poop socking craft heads, he was like, dude, where's episode, I don't know, it might be 14 or something uh-huh. like that. And I explained the situation <laughs> and I set up a private link for him. So yes. Yeah, yeah. So if you donate, then we can you can get the exactly. private link. Yeah, it's, it, you have to be a, you know somebody not a complete stranger yeah well maybe well yeah that's true <laughs> if you donate so anyways there's that 
Um, that is Kai's number two. Third one is Dursky. Yes. Yes. And that's because we hooked him up, right? Yeah, that's part <laughs> of my story. Okay. Uh, fourth one is Kelly. As in... Oh, Kurtz, yeah. Kurtz is Kelly. Yeah. Uh, for people that I haven't talked to specifically about this, we'll call her Kelly B. Okay. Because I, you know, I like to err on the side of caution there. But this is, uh, uh my buddy Jay Kurtz. This is his girlfriend. Or our friend. Uh-huh. And the last one <laughs> Maybe is, Kelly Kurtz at some point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never know. And my friend from work, whom I'm just going to call him Red, because that's what he goes by. Yeah. So Red C, which is a great <laughs> nickname. Um, Red is our newest patron of the Craft Heads podcast. He just uh, pledged today. Awesome. Yeah, man. Red, if you ever want to grab drinks, man, I'd love to meet you. Oh, you're going to. Trust me. Yeah. And we'll get there. So I thought we could talk about... Were they all $1 besides Slice? Uh, no, wait. Kelly is a boss hog so she's the middle tier also okay so kelly you have to get us a cocktail because okay. at one point i did i kurtz is also a, uh, mm-hmm. a boss hog so anyways um i thought we could just talk about these individuals friendship origins and maybe tell a funny story about each one of them, yeah or something like that yeah so the the friendship origin of james neighbor james <laughs> this is pretty funny so they, I had lived where we live in this apartment complex for at, at least a year or something like that. And I think that James, neighbor James and John, their brothers, we, they've been on the podcast before. They, they weren't here for super long. They didn't know any of the neighbors, neither did I. <clears throat> and I was helping there. I sold my couch at the time, my old couch. And there, I'm not kidding, there was a group of like six or seven Indians who came, like actual Indians, who came to pick it up. And it was hilarious. They were all barefoot, which mm-hmm. I found really entertaining. What? Yeah. Like outside and inside. And I was like, mm, my carpet. That's weird. <laughs> but anyways, they all, they were real friendly and, and they bought my recliner also. Mm-hmm. And they were just like coming in and out and doing all the work. I was like, yeah, this is great. And James thought that at first those were the neighbors. Because he he asked them, he said, hey, are you guys moving in? And they're like, no, we're just buying this. Somebody else lives here. And I happened to cross paths with one of the two boys, might have been James. And I was like, hey, you know, I introduced myself and I wanted to get to know them. But I said, I'm kind of busy with with these guys. Let me catch up with you later. I'll I'll knock later. And they Mm -hmm. said, yeah, sure. So I did and I popped over. And, you know, everybody was just kind of feeling each other out. We were all timid and everything. And we wound up, I wound up coming in and sitting on their couch with the two of them, and we had tea. <laughs> English breakfast, if I recall. Yeah. And the best part about it is, since then, we have shared with each other, specifically James, that I was sitting there thinking, have I made a mistake? What if these guys are, like, really weird and annoying, and, like, what if they start trying to hang out all the time and I don't want to? Or, uh-huh. and, and it's not because I didn't like them, but I was like, what if it turns into one of those situations? We've all been been there. And James, apparently, he told me he was ready to just pounce on me. Like, you know, because everybody's a wild card. He's like, if this motherfucker makes any move, I'm going to fucking kill him. (laughs) He told me that. It was really great. So that's the the origin story for James. Do you have any other stories that you would... Or just, you know, good times that you want to add in? Well, I know that um, whenever you started telling me you were hanging out with the Slice Brothers, that was... You were going through a breakup at the time yes yes and uh they were they were treating you like brothers like pretty much immediately and uh i remember that you and i were playing video games around that time and uh i think it was resident evil and which one i I think we were playing mercs on six on six yeah 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 or five or six five or six and um and James was in the background, and we and you were like killing zombies, and I heard him in the background going, "Oh, dude!" 
was, so, that was the first time you heard Yeah, him. that was the first time I ever heard James, and I, I knew him. Somebody, A neighbor that comes over and sits and watches somebody else playing video games, that's just so up my alley. Yeah, so I knew exactly. we were going to be friends. Well, you know, and I'm real quick to wrap up on, on James and John. I'm glad that you mentioned the breakup thing because... I, I was a mess that day when I, you know, because I just walked over in the middle of the day and, and told them, um, I, can't, I can't remember if that was during the power outage, it was around Hurricane Maria, but um, I went over there and I was an absolute wreck and they just embraced me and they started crying because I was crying. Yeah. It was a, it was a legendary moment. Yeah. That, that's something I'll never forget. They're, so, friend, they're, they're friends for life they're, for sure. They're, they're family. So thank you, yeah. James, for becoming a patron. Thank you, John. And thank you guys for your friendship. Kai, I'm going to tell about the origin story and then maybe you've got a separate mm-hmm. story. This, this was really funny because I remember when I was... Te- Telling somebody about Kai, who knows, maybe it was Tara or my parents or whatever. You know, sometimes people ask, where did you meet? I couldn't remember. At one point, I couldn't remember where I met Kai. Okay. And it was during a weird time in my life. It was whenever my ex was on the road, doing get, go getting, she was getting brainwashed on some stupid weird church slash medical trip. It was real, real bad. And I can't believe you said that on air. Oh, I, I hate that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, I mean, they were brainwashing her. Yeah. She, was, she became a different person like two or three nights after being there. I was like, yeah, this is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm super glad it happened now. But I I was alone for like, it was the summer of, uh, I don't know, 20... Summer of 69. <laughs> summer of 69, maybe 2017. And I was alone for at least six weeks, I think. And I, this was maybe a couple of weeks into it. And... I was renting out my car with Toro and I had a remote job and she wasn't home. So mm. I was getting like cabin fever almost. Mm. I, I don't mind being inside, but like I was having very little interaction. I was like, I got to do something. So I got, this is so lame, but I kind of got desperate and I tried doing meetup.com mm-hmm. not to meet, you know, women mm-hmm. literally just to do random Friends. shit with brand new people. Yeah. And I did this one. I found this one thing that seemed interesting. It was like a skeptic's club like skeptics skepticism as a school of thought so you guys go talk about um just being weary or wary of everything i don't know conspiracy it, theories exactly but it, the way it, it it seemed interesting you know and i went to a couple of different uh groups and i didn't really like it none of them really panned out to anything but this one was at a this one was at a brewery i can't remember which one at this point but i figured if nothing else i'll get something to eat i had to eat dinner and I was like, I'll have a beer and I'll leave if it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, it was weird. There were some weird people there. And most of them were like middle-aged. And I was like, what have I gotten myself <laughs> into? This was already a failure. But I saw at the end of the table this one dude who was Kai. And he was with a, um, a girl space friend of his. I think maybe she was from work or something. I can't remember her name. But she was cool too. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, I, just, I sort of hit it off with them. And we, we had a great evening. And after, believe it or not, that first night that I met Kai, we went to an alley cat afterward. Oh, Just the, the very two first one? The very first alley cat I'd ever been to. And, you know, he was explaining what alley cat was, and it was so weird. I'm like, oh, so they're just like a roving techno dance <laughs> party organization? Yeah. He was like, yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, and we were in this, like, this, you know, one of those 
Do you remember the place where I saw the bottle of Saint Germain? Yeah, it was the same venue. Oh, really? It was that? Oh, one. I love yeah. that. Yeah, venue it was too. really like with those big couches in the middle yeah. and the dance floor surrounding the couches, <laughs> and it was and I was really grooving with it. Yeah. So Kai got me into that whole scene, and we me had to, a, and me too. Yeah, that's exa- yeah by extension, and it was just it was a really cool way to meet. But it was the first time I couldn't remember, and I had to like I think I asked Kai. Mm-hmm. I think I was like Kai, how did we meet? Mm-hmm. Like we go back, and I don't remember how. Well, that's awesome. I mean, he got me into Alley Cat too, yeah. so I was a big fan of Kai. Totally. And Kai went and I to, Kai and I went to a couple concerts as well together. So yep. he you you've introduced me to all of my Georgia friends. Yeah, nah, exactly. I have a few. Of those, yeah, but. exactly. <laughs> Especially through Claire. Yep. Um. Anything else on Kai before we move on? Get home soon, buddy, so we can see you. He is. He will. He's going to be visiting probably sometime this year. And he moved. That's right. He moved away from Atlanta to St. Paul. And he and Sam are still together, and they're moving directly into Minneapolis this oh, cool. summer, like June. Awesome. Yeah. So. I actually have a new friend in uh, Minnesota as well Yeah, that I met online. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the Twitch community, actually. Oh, oh, that guy? Yeah. Very cool. His name's Jake. Jake. And I, have, I still have yet to tell him about the Craft Test Podcast. Well, so. now's the time. Speaking of, I did do some work, finally. Yeah. I put... Five Craft Heads uh, podcast cards around, um, around the bar live in the battery. Nice. I just I was spreading them out, and then the day before that, I went to the brew. Oh man, this is this is bad. Uh, I went to the brewery in Alpharetta with James. Uh-huh. That did he tell you about this? Yeah, yeah, the thing for the ALS Foundation. It was a, it was yeah, it was an ALS Jekyll. Uh, yes, yep. Jekyll Brewing Co. And uh, the bartender's name was Zach. Nice. And uh, I asked him his last name. I, I can't remember it now, but I gave him a business card. Hey, Zach at Jekyll. I mean, that's good enough. Zach, uh, he was a really cool dude, and I told him about the podcast, and he was really excited about it. And I said, listen, for the next episode, you're, I'm going to mention your name on it. If so. you don't call him, I will. Dude, call him. Yeah, I, I, will. I finally did. I'm not kidding. I will call the bar and be like, where's and, Zach? And, the re- and another thing I had, James was wearing the tank. The oh, new tanks we I got. I love it. We, had a, we now have bought Craft Heads podcast tank tops yep and james was wearing it at the bar and i, Dude, I pointed james out and i was like see we got followers and the guy was like that's awesome i'm gonna listen i have yours i i sent them to the the boys down in tampa uh quick side note they made a fan club instagram for us it's hilarious amazing <laughs> craft heads podcast fans and there's underscores between all of this so check it out and uh i hate this word but it's very meta. <laughs> it's like it, it's meta memes. And yeah. It's I don't know. I think it's hilarious. It's so. really good so far. You guys are doing a hilarious. I job. deleted Instagram last August, and I go on through the browser once per day to check for new posts. <laughs> That's how much I love this this Instagram. So thank you guys, Dursky. What up, Dursky? You'll, you'll probably have some uh, quick input on him. <laughs> yeah. For. The way I met him is pretty easy. We both worked at... Uh, I worked at GameStop first whenever I... Like, right when I turned 16 at our, our hometown. And my boss at the time kept talking about this uh, squirrely guy that kept coming in. Squirrely guy. Yeah, well, Dursky used to be real small. <laughs> like, real skinnier than I was or even am. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to try and get him in here and everything. And sure enough, he did. And then we started hanging out and played video games in our basements. Uh, well, in my basement and his attic for years. So, and funny enough, speaking of Dursky being squirrely and skinny, uh, 
congratulations to Sturski. He just won a body transformation challenge on Instagram mm-hmm. through a bodybuilder that he follows. And I Joey think, Swole. Joey Swole. And I think yeah. he won like two grand or Two something? grand cash. Two grand cash because he went through, I think it was a six-week program or something Yeah, it was, like it was definitely uh, all of April, I yeah. think, at least. And... Darsky, he got huge. Like yeah. in college, he was legit. I he looked like a bronze god. Yeah, because he he had a nice tan, Dursk, and he did not have a ounce of fat on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, just pure muscle. And you know, he sort of fell away from the gym and everything. And until recently, he was like, "This, I feel and look like shit now." So he went back. Did you and so improve himself immensely to to get him to win that? We all had to comment on the page that he did. And I saw that you, Tara, and I all put one, two, three. Was that because we didn't care? Because that's why I, I did. No. I just looked at Dursky's and I just put. No, I, I don't care. I, I'm I did one, one two, three, two. Okay, so there were four guys. The one guy didn't like the way he looked. Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> I was not being objective at yeah. all. I didn't like him, uh-huh. so I went with the other two guys. <laughs> I I did Dursky and the third guy and the second guy. Oh, okay. uh, the second I guy thought we really... all put one, two, three, and it was because we didn't care. Yeah, I mean, just we there were four guys competing, and the the top three got money, and Dursky got two grand from it. Dursky really pretty... did should have he looked won. amazing. He yeah. he definitely had the biggest transformation of all yep. of those guys. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. So, Dursky. congratulations, that's awesome. <clears throat> Do you have any favorite memories or anything? I can think of the one in the attic, but I don't know if. That's funny to talk about because, well, I'm, be I I uh, the first time I ever really hung out heavily with Dursky, we spent the night at his attic because yeah. he lived up there, uh, and uh, I just remember at the end of the night, it's not a Dursky story, but you looking like you pissed your pants. Yes, there was this liquor or yeah, something. We just had just liquids all over us. Maybe it was semen. I can't remember, but perhaps. And Dursky put <laughs> the on second semen joke. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. He Dursky put on his his catching gear from baseball. Oh, he was yeah. dancing and he hit his head on the ceiling. Yeah. It was great. That was a good night. So thank you, Dursky, for the memories and thank you for becoming a patron and congratulations for being a boss hog, mm-hmm. uh, but also a hoss hog. Um, Kelly, quick story. I think the first time I actually I knew all about her and Kurtz and I had obviously talked about her all the time on the phone because he was living in Tampa and, and I'm in Atlanta. But I think I. I think he and I agreed. I finally first met her when he and Kelly came to Atlanta for the FSU Alabama mm. huge NCAA football game, which was at Mercedes Benz Stadium. Mm-hmm. So that was really, really cool. Um, we were like walking around downtown, went to a d- bunch of different bars, and we were watching it on TV. We watched most of it at uh, Taco Mac. Oh, nice. T Mac, I think. You were there, right? No. Are you serious? Yeah, dead serious. Either I was out of town or... Why or do I, I feel so strongly that you were there? I know for a fact I wasn't. <laughs> oh my god, that's so totally weird. Uh, my, I believe you. My quick story on Kelly's, we've talked about her before on the podcast. Yeah. And whenever we went down and stayed with them for Gasparilla, which was the or- or origin of the podcast... It is. We mentioned that she made us breakfast and mimosas that morning. Oh yeah, and it was, was amazing. It was life life saving. It was really. a nice hearty because we, we had needed it. Were they bagels or English muffins? It, there was something yeah. starchy that we needed because mm-hmm. we were already drinking. Yep. So, and shout out to her brother Brady because he loves the podcast. Ah. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you, Kelly, and shout out to Brady as well. Glad you're listening, man. Spread the word, and if you need business cards, I'll send them to you. Just let me know through Kelly or Kurtz. Yeah. And the last thing is um, Red. And first of all, his first name is actually Redford, which I love because that's a very unusual first name. Actually, what's his last name? 
<laughs> his last name is a first name. Ah, okay. Yeah, so Paul. he's one of those guys. Redford Paul. Not not quite. <laughs> okay. Um, but the rest of his family members, especially his, well, his siblings have crazy names. Okay. And I, I just love them. But real, he's, he's a great guy and a great friend. And I, I, I hope this flatters you a little bit, Red. I've been through God knows how many jobs in six years. And he's probably the best, not probably, he's like the best real friend that I've gotten out of. Yeah. working at it you know a lot of times you meet acquaintances and casual friends but like we're gonna we're breaking the outside of work wall gotcha. soon yeah so um actually we were gonna go camping together um this past weekend uh that's that's basically oh and again with the the origin story of red which was kind of funny i i really you know i liked him and we were feeling each other out with certain things that we would say and how far we would take things to see like if if you're really cool and i remember the one time he came over to my desk and we were talking about, you know, just somebody who was really busy or something like that. I can't remember. And something like an annoying situation. And I was like, oh, dude, that sounds like it sucks. And Red was like, yeah. And he bent over and, like, pointed into his ass. And I was like, <laughs> okay, he's he's legit. Because, like, he, he made a vulgar joke and trusted me and knew that I wouldn't be offended. And we yeah. both laughed and became friends. Yeah. So that was good stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I my last note before we move into Thrones and anything else you have to add was... Uh, Red was going to join us for a camping trip. This was me, James, John, uh, Rim Job, friend from high school, Ryan, and Tara. And we went camping at Blood Mountain this past Friday, which is north Georgia. It's the sixth tallest peak in Georgia. We got there late to begin with. It was 8.15 p.m. And then Rimby, uh, he didn't show up for like another he, – he was like 45 minutes late, which is fine. There was traffic and everything. We climbed the entire mountain in the pitch black. Mm-hmm with flashlights and this was straight up this is very strenuous and we had you can give me a grade i mean there were certain parts where it was like this you know and it like steps and huge rocks and everything and again we're in pitch pitch black all of us have a backpack that weighs anywhere between 30 and 60 pounds Mm. it was scary it was a little scary times but not a big deal (laughs) there were it was a top five for sure most strenuous activity in my life Mm. that's how intense this was Really cool experience and a great memory. Yeah. Well, I, I need to get back there with you guys. Oh, we're going back this summer and you're coming. Good. It's non-negotiable. Okay. It's incredible. So great. that was an amazing experience. And we're at a half an hour, which is perfect. Is there anything else you want to add on this half of the episode? Just, I really appreciate all you guys, all you new patrons. And um, you guys keep the dream alive. And yeah, that's right. Well, whatever the dream is. I don't think we have like an, a certain outcome. We'd love to make this thing... Bigger. our thing yeah. and bigger you know but the, the goal is to have a lot of listeners yeah that's we i want to reach a lot of people and yeah. entertain a bunch of people yeah and so. it's not even about it's it's not even about the money from you guys it's just about knowing that we have full-time listeners yeah exactly so but yeah people who are like yeah we listen 90 percent of the time or whatever yeah. i know some people listen 100 percent, and that's awesome so thank you guys good call for that wrap-up now we can move into thrones cast yeah do your best to remember episode five and six. Do you want to start? Ah, uh, dude. Um, so five was basically summarized by Daenerys burning the town, burning burning uh, Correct. King's Landing. Correct. Okay. And uh, we don't really need to know much more beyond that. But do was, you think it was? It, are you? What do you think? There was all that set up. And everybody, you know, like Tyrion and Jon Snow, she's different. Oh, you know, it's going to be fine. 
and uh, and of course Varys. That was the episode yeah. he was incinerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because he betrayed the queen, went behind her back, and she pfft, just lit him on fire. So, Come to see, he was right all along, <laughs> which was which was great. Yeah, and basically they they got to King's Landing, and it, everything was going pretty well. It was the seeing the Golden Company mm-hmm. just immediately decimated was incredible because yeah. they were talked up at many times through the series. Cersei had this. You know, she really held him in very high regard. And they bring in this, that, what was his name? His his name was something ridiculous. I don't know, he had a huge chin, though. Oh, yeah, and he was in another movie that we recently watched, and I made $20 on a bet with Tara. I said, it's the same guy. And she said, I swear to God, it's not. Well, <gasps> it was. Oh, so, <laughs> so, she's going to hell. You know, obviously. I won $20 on that. But his, um, his name, I think, was Captain Harry Strickland. Okay. Which sounds like an actor name. Not a Game of Thrones, Thrones character guy. name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just sounds like a normal American. But he was so lame. Yeah. That oh, was, my God. I'm so glad that they didn't like turn him into anything. Yeah. And then he was just gone. And he was just summarily killed off because he got knocked off his figurative and literal high horse right, out of, right in front of the gates to King Landing. And then he runs away stumbling like a pussy and Grey Worm just spears him yeah it's so good and that that was a lot of it oh and gray worm kind of like went off the rocker too and obviously because missande died yes but uh i i was really bummed because i liked gray worm and i didn't want him to go a little crazy but he is yeah exactly so they they got there they just decimate i mean really daenerys herself with her last dragon decimated that entire Mm -hmm. army she took out all the ships all of the rest of the remaining scorpions up on the battlements of Mm -hmm. of king's landing and you know what's his name? What's what the hell is the maester's name? Help me out. Um, uh, yeah, the shitty one. Yeah, gr- it's like a G. Oh, we'll come up with it. This giant, and now people are screaming at the podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but anyways, he you know he told Cersei he's like all the scorpions are done. You we're, we're done. We, we need go. to re- we need to go down and wait it out. And they had another fancy name for that area with the dragon skull and everything. And she's like, no, we're gonna hold for a while. He had but- a pretty satisfying death. I'll let you take that when we get there. Okay, and right. I have comments on it. Right. But we, uh, you know, you get there, and then as planned, Tyrion telling Jamie they rung the bells, they're surrendering, and Daenerys underwent a transformation, and she's just sort of taking it all in, and she sees this this kingdom that was taken from her family. Kyburn. Kyburn, thank yeah, you. Good call with a Q. Yeah. She goes. She snaps, uh-huh. and it was another one of those really good moments on screen where the actor, actor, actress's face conveyed it perfectly. You saw her go mad. Yeah, and oh, I know God. you. I was gonna mention this too because I haven't talked about this with anybody, but I'm glad that you mentioned it and you saw this. But whenever she does like the staggered eye close right before she turns and you know what she's about to do. I was like, damn, this she did a really good job right her there. Her eyes were flying around in her skull. Yeah. And it was really, really yeah. cool. So she gets up off it and you're like, oh God, what's she gonna do? And That was just, the last time you see her for the whole episode too. And she just starts incinerating everybody. In a sense, you know, whomever's in the way. There's probably some nor- northerners that probably got incinerated, but and I then, hated it. Did you? Yeah. I didn't like it. It was entertaining, and I'm glad there was so much death, but I, I still did, hated it's it. It's death doesn't matter, though. Yeah. That doesn't shock the viewers or anything. Yeah, yeah it, it it made me sad because you think she's different, mm-hmm. and you want her to be different, and she was a, a bad person. Like, you can't do that. Yep. You can't just murder millions of innocent people. Yeah. And that makes her no different, obviously, from her predecessors, and Varys was right, and all of the naysayers were right. 
and everybody was right not to trust her. And they just show these shots of like Jon Snow and Davos and uh, Tyrion, like, whoops, <laughs> like we backed the wrong person. And but, you know what? One of the worst parts, scenes of that entire episode was whenever the Northern Army meets the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. And the, everybody, they just stop, and they, there's a road dividing them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do we really want to do this? Do yeah. we want to kill each other senselessly? And the Lannister army looks around, and they're like, fuck. And the commander of that army puts his sword down, and the rest of them put their swords down. And then a little bit later in the episode, once uh, everything goes to shit, Grey Worm, out of nowhere, and he's a bastard for it, incites the whole thing, chucks his spear mm-hmm. at that commander. Everything goes to hell. They attack them without their swords, and it's... Another another slot. Yeah, that was rough. And John, good to the bone as usual. He's like, stop, fall back, stop yeah. this. And meanwhile, there's Lannisters attacking him. Yeah, and, and he, at least he's he's protecting himself. At yeah, least, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a mess. But we got to the one of the best, my favorite battle scenes of the entire series. One hundred percent. Yeah. In uh, the mountain, uh, taking on the Hound. Yes. And uh, first of all, I loved that the mountain just disobeyed all of his orders because he finally he saw he saw his brother and then he smashes Kyburn's head on the wall and throws him down which is really satisfying and then I love that Cersei just walks she's like well he's he's gone so I'm gonna walk away from them and just walks past the hound yes so the hound and the mountain could have their battle together and then he did the eye puncture thing again. I was freaking out. I was screaming. I, I was real upset because I've, I've told all my friends this before. I I was depressed and like spiritually wounded. The the Mountain and the Viper episode. Yeah. Whenever the Mountain popped. What was his name? <laughs> uh, you said the Viper. The, yeah, but what was his uh, name? Oberyn Martell. Oberyn, that's yeah. right. When he popped his head and then that shriek from his lover or yeah. whatever. I, that like... That haunted me for a good week. And, like, I have a really strong stomach. It's not like I wanted to get sick. I was just really upset over it, yeah. which is retarded. It was it was, it was shocking. But it then was he shocking. was doing the same thing as an arguably stronger human being. De- against, not just arguably. Against the Hound. And the Hound was able to just withstand it. And then he could still kind of see, which kind of bummed bum me out. Yeah. His eyes were fucked, though. The one was, yeah. was caved in. Yeah. And the other one was, like, a tiny little piss hole in yeah. the snow. So. Yeah. He was able to see just enough, but before we get to the conclusion of that battle, backing up a little bit, I loved the camera work on mm. that scene. Yeah. Because it had like that, there was that meme of, it was like a Dark Souls scene uh-huh. where like two meeple, they, they had the uh, the HUD from Dark Souls up and it was like you were fighting a boss. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, I'll, I'll show it to you. It's amazing. Okay. But um, it, it really did look like that. And yes, as soon as they locked eyes, they both had a one-track mind. All, all the other king, or I guess queen's guard... Came down, the hound just killed three to four of them in a few swipes. It was hilarious. He's like, hello, brother. <laughs> gone, exactly. And um, uh, you can see the mountain. He's a, he's about to go down to the hound. And Ka- or Cersei says, sir or whatever, or sir Gregor, stay mm-hmm. by my side. Mm-hmm. And he just turns and looks at her and gives her this like, Say another word and I'll pop your head. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns and walks back toward the hound. Pop your head. And Kyburn goes, Sir Gregory, obey your queen. <laughs> and then the fastest death in the series. Yes. Yeah. It was great. He he just pushes him up against the wall. That's and it. His head like. Exploded kind of. Yeah. And you, it, it did. But you could see that he's like alive for a second. Mm-hmm. And then he tosses him. 
And his head, it, it pops like, it's like a watermelon. Yeah. The noise, the slosh, it disturbed me. Yeah. I don't know. There was something way. about it. But it, it was incredible. It, it entertained me. Oh, it was, it was outstanding. So, and then Cersei's like, okay. And she just walks right past the hound. And the hound doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's there for one reason. Um, Cersei and Jamie dying in the crypts. Pretty lackluster. I was okay with it. Me too. I was fine. And, and honestly, everybody... finished the hound and mountain thing? How that... Like, oh yeah well, did you like that yeah that, yeah it was of great. course him, yeah. uh, the hound killed the mountain by spearing him through the the falling gravel or the falling like and then they fell down after he shoved the dagger in the mountain's head oh that's which right was cool yeah, yeah, yeah he was still survived I, there, that was the only way to kill him who knows yeah who knows if he died he should maybe he's not dead. yeah like a zombie but yeah back to cersei and Jamie. Cersei and Jamie died under the in the crypts when the the whole thing came down on them, which was fine. They died in each other's arms. But I mean, it was just really weird to see Jamie go through this entire story arc where like he was really bad and then everybody loved him. Everybody was like, Jamie's awesome. And then he died in the most hated characters arms. arms. Like it, it they it was just so rushed and un satisfying ending for him. It was a good satisfying death for her. I was happy that she got buried under all that shit. I kind of wish somebody else would have killed her. But it was like a death with no dignity. Yeah. Almost. Which which is good for her. And yeah, I, I remember one of the... I think it was one of the slices, or it might have even been you, about Jamie saying, man, we like Jamie too much right now. He needs to get knocked down again. So we, were, we are reminded that he's not a good person. Yeah. And, you know, like, Brienne tried to convince him he's a good person. We talked about this last episode. And he's like, Cersei's hateful. I'm hateful. And he, he basically gave a litany of all his major sins. And he was like, I'm hateful, too. And so am I, or something like that. So uh, I do like that he sort of returned to that. And, of course, he fought Euron, which was a I liked silly... It. I liked it. It was silly, but <laughs> I liked it, too. I mean, Euron is such a loser. Yeah. And, he, you know, they... They have the camera on him, and he breaks the fourth wall, kind of, and he's like, I'm the man who got Jamie Lannister, yeah. the Kingslayer, or whatever. Which he but, didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that would have killed him, but the whole thing was so dumb. Like, Jamie should have crushed his head with his golden hand, or uh, Euron should have stabbed him five more times, but yeah. television. Right. So... Let's get to episode six. And before we do, I was totally down with... That ending with to Cersei because everybody wanted a horrible, painful death, and the script, the show writers did not give the viewers what they wanted, okay. and I liked that. Okay, I see so, what you're saying, hipster. Um, so in episode six, before we get deep in the weeds on it, how do you feel about it? I'm satisfied. Okay, I'm I'm totally satisfied with it. Yeah, I think I am too. Take the lead on this. Um. Well, there's really not too much. It was just the wrap up. It was just, it was basically Danny continuing to be like her father, mm-hmm. like the Mad King, and saying, "I'm never gonna stop fighting. Like I'm, I'm going to kill everyone." She's until, a warmonger. Yeah, she was a warmonger. And uh, Tyrion, what? I, I loved Tyrion throwing off his hand medallion in so front cool. of her. Yeah. I was a big fan. I was kind of hoping she was like. There were so many times when Tyrion should have died. Yes, I know. And he did not die, and I'm a little bummed about it because that would have that would have kind of uh, uh, idolized him. What's the word? I don't know. Uh, sanctified him. Canonized, Canonized all those things, and it would have brought Thrones back to true form. Like this is the most beloved character, and we're gonna kill him off. Yeah, yeah. That, so I I just wanted more death because yeah. Like well, and, and Daenerys was so frustrating because she, she you know she was given her inauguration speech, I'll call it, mm-hmm. and. 
it was so silly because she's like delusional. She keeps talking about freeing people. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to liberate everybody and every kid. Liberate from what? Mm-hmm. Like you, you are the new tyrant. Yeah. And in, you know, you have this army of unsullied and the, I like the, the way they kept on doing their, uh, their, like their stomp with their, yeah. with their spears. That was cool. And mm-hmm. the, the Dothraki were just like partying the whole time in the background. But yeah. And then, I actually, I got like real uncomfortable whenever they were in the throne room mm-hmm. and she, she and John were talking to each other and went through the whole conversation. She was like, build the world with me. You're good. You're good. You know what's good. We know what's good. And nobody else gets to choose. And I, I said in Tara's ear, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because right whenever he said, you are and always will be my queen or whatever. And I said that I opened my big mouth and simultaneously <laughs> John finally stopped being a pussy for the first time in his life and did what needed to be done. Yeah. And when he hit her with that dagger, I was like, mm, I'm satisfied. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And But what was up with Drogon burning the throne? Was was that saying, like, Drogon understands that it wasn't, that, that she was mad and that nobody deserved to be there? I would what? say absolutely. I haven't talked about this with anybody yet, and I, I've been meaning to. There are multiple times in that show where dragons are are reputed or regarded as as intelligent as men and Mm -hmm. in some cases some scholars think they're more intelligent than men Mm -hmm. so i absolutely think that he understands the context of everything that's going on and he was almost executing her will because she kept talking about breaking the wheel which she wasn't doing yeah but that would break the wheel it's like we're we're washing away all that is old and doing something new and it was also the best moment of the episode for me. Go for it. Or, or dragons are really dumb, and he saw the dagger, the tiny dagger in her chest, and was like, "Wow, there's a bunch those of daggers. Those are dangerous. Those are daggers. Yeah. Fuck those things. Yeah. I'm done. And I'm gonna burn them." Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I I thought that was a not only was that a great scene, but I still need to I still need to confirm this. I'm pretty sure I won the death pool. Oh really? Do you remember who I said would the question? No it was one. a bonus question, yes, mm-hmm. with four points, and it was who will be sitting on the Iron Throne, and I put no one. Yeah, and I will fight that tooth and nail. Yeah. <laughs> so we did a death pool with like with some of our friends. I think there were eleven people in it, and I not only did we uh, I got that right, but the I looked at all of the dead, alive, and white options. I already told you that in this particular pool, the white was I thought was kind of dumb, mm-hmm. where it wasn't. If they became a white at any point, it depends on what they are at the end. They have to be a functioning, living white at the end of the show. So, obviously, anybody who put white is automatically losing points because the Night King was killed. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't do any whites. And out of all of the... You know, there might have been 20, 25 characters or something like that. I missed five. Mm-hmm. Plus, I got the four-point question. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I won. More yeah. on that later. Yeah. Keep me updated on yeah. it. Um, I don't like Bran as being the king... Dude, you know me. I worship logic and reason, and he is the least biased. He has no vested interest yeah. in anything but mankind. And I should say, then, in knowledge. Yeah. I I thought it was kind of interesting. But, I mean, Sam proposed democracy, and he got shut down, and everybody laughed at him for it. Okay, it was that was weird. my second cringeworthy moment of a show i love that they turned it into a joke because in that times that that well i still think to some degree kind of is a joke today <laughs> but 
Uh, and let's not forget, we're not a full democracy. We're actually a republic. But that's neither here nor there. Um, the funniest thing is I, I thought the show writers were like making a statement. Mm-hmm. And I was going to lose my mind. Yeah. And then as soon as they, they laughed him off, I was like, oh, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah. And Ed Muir, I thought he was going to make some big yeah. speech. And she was like, sit down, Uncle. Yeah, that you're, was... You're it nothing. was all kind of just weird, though. It was weird. That whole scene, I was just... It was, like, uncomfortable. It was totally weird. And they fast-forwarded, like, six weeks. They didn't show John getting thrown in jail. All of a sudden, he was just in jail, like... It, it, up at the up at the wall, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, so it was kind of neat to see the recap with all the Starks and everything at the end. Um, the one thing I will say about the... Everybody was talking about, like, oh, you know, I guessed Bran and everything. The thought never even crossed my mind. And that's why I feel like like he was the favorite in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's he was? Like, yeah, it's like somebody leaked information. Mm-hmm. How do you become the favorite in Vegas when, like, nothing points toward that yeah. other than a lucky guess? I wonder how many people were sitting in the betting room and watching this. And then when Tyrion goes, Bran the Broken. And then yes. I wonder if everybody goes... <gasps> yeah, that would be really all the, cool. All the people, especially who... on a show of this gravity. Yeah, yeah, but that I really, I was okay with that. And then again, yes, it was pretty neatly tied up with a little pretty bow on it, but it was rushed. The whole season was rushed. Nobody is going to deny that. And let's face it, Game of Thrones, like many television shows, but especially Thrones, it's about the journey. It's mm-hmm. not about the destination. Yeah. There is no ending except for one, which in I, I came up with an alternative ending that I think would be cool. I was satisfied with it. It worked out. And I, I also liked the extra little thing. First of all, there's going to be 400 spinoffs. I think there's three confirmed. So oh, really? So fucking kill me. Okay. But uh, one of, because one of them is the uh, White Walker origin story. Oh, God. But it's a prequel. But uh, I liked how, you know, Jon Snow was sentenced to go to the wall. But the sentence is basically... Go to the wall, but then just leak out you, to the north. You can't go <laughs> south of the wall. Yeah. That was his sentence. Yeah. And it was like, he's going to go be the next man's raider. Yeah. That's fucking sweet. What, I said, I actually I was saying that from the very beginning. That yeah. I was hoping Jon was going to kill Daenerys and then go be king in, king in the north. Yeah, north. yeah, the, the actual north. Yeah. I, I actually love that aspect. So the... Um, any other parting thoughts? I did oh, Son, Son, it's actually the Six Kingdoms? Yes. The, because Sansa, the was just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I love that. Um, There's there there some weird moments, but um, I kind of... Do you have any more parting thoughts? Because I have one more thing I want to say. I have my say. alternative ending. You tell me if you want me to do it now. Or do right? it now. Okay, so my as you know, I was a big proponent of the White Walkers killing everybody yeah literally killing yeah. everybody and i literally was thinking everybody. of how crazy it would be if they had lost at winterfell they went down to king's landing they killed everybody and then somewhere to Arya's point the maps stop west of westeros they don't know what else is in the world mm-hmm. what if like there there you know if there's another continent or there's another pocket of humanity very small but they, you know, they kill everybody, and you think the show's over, and then, like, in a last couple-minute clip of the show, they show this other pocket of, or a mini-society or something, and they're, like, high, high-magic, super-arcane people. Mm-hmm. And the the implication is that, like, there there is some little sliver of mankind left, and they possess this incredible weapon, like a maybe that they can fight the, the to the kill White the White Walkers with, and then the show ends forever, mm-hmm. and it's 
you leave that to the viewer's imagination. Yeah. I thought that would be kind of a cool thing to do. That would have been cool. Or they probably would have just made another spin Well, they would have. That's the thing. I, <laughs> I just wanted to end there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, the last thing I'll leave it with is I really enjoyed how many nicknames Tyrion had for Bran. When mm-hmm. he was giving him the speech, he was like, Bran the Broken. Mm-hmm. Bran the Cripple. And then I saw later on a meme... And you have to show me your meme as well. Okay. But it was a meme of it, it was just a text meme, and it was and it showed Tyrion. It was like Tyrion, Bran the Broken, and um, and then it was like Bran. Well, well, it, let's. It's okay. I I can do this. And then it was like Bran the Cripple. He was like, really, I wasn't always a cripple. And then the last thing that Tyrion called him was Bran Wheelie Wheelie Legs No Feely. <laughs> He can't fight that one. I love it. <laughs> That's really good. I, I really yeah, he that. just routed off a bunch of stuff pretty quickly. It was impressive. So really, really legs no feeling. <laughs> yeah, I I think we I think we're Thrones tapped out. It's it's good from a podcast perspective. There were only five episodes when yeah. we talked about it, so that's good. Thrones is over. We won't ever talk about it again. We might mention that there's spinoffs but for that's it. for the spinoffs. If Tara and I have already discussed this, if we ever check them out, it will be binged either when the show is over or one season at a time because mm-hmm. the one thing i didn't tell you is alex was here this weekend mm-hmm. uh old neighbor alex and we wa- he hadn't watched any of it mm-hmm. but we were gonna go to that game of thrones watching party at night so we watched all of season eight again on sunday oh really it was great was that we, that, that did it make you like it more um i never had a problem with it to okay. begin. i mean it was just it was rushed but i enjoyed this season i enjoyed the ending and i'm very glad it's over those are my parting thoughts. Finn. Last question. Yeah. It's Tuesday, okay? Okay. There's three days left of the week. Yeah. If it did not affect your working schedule... I gotta schedule, leave on Friday. No, no, no. If it, didn't, <laughs> if it didn't affect your working schedule, you didn't fall behind, didn't affect PTO, for the next three days off, would you do a full shot of this? Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Would you? Yeah. So would I. Okay. <laughs> See you. See you.